Hey, what's up, y'all? This week's episode, I'm talking about a story from the news, and it involves some domestic violence. So if that's a trigger for you, heads up. You don't want to listen to this one. What is up? Welcome back to Side PCs and the only podcast that blames you for your relationship going to shit. Today, we're going to talk about controlling yourself. We're going to talk about emotional intelligence, emotional etiquette, home training, you know, just like standard practices uh, in a relationship. So I was looking at some stuff on Instagram and I came across this little post from um, this guy named Charlie Newhart. He's an actor, a comedian, an author. That's all the stuff that it says, or, or some of the stuff that it says. At any rate, Charlie Newhart got shot. For sure, you definitely need to go search this guy out. So about 20 years ago, his ex-wife, uh, when they were married, they were having some problems. They were having a bit of a fight, and she shot him. Not only did she shoot him, she shot him while he was holding their son. And the bullet happened to go through his forearm and graze the son across the forehead, uh, or across the head, anyway. I guess it didn't say forehead, but uh, lots of blood, lots of everything. And then, in that very next instance... She points the gun at his head, pulls the trigger. The gun does not fire. Having listened to this, I thought it was crazy. He mentioned that he talked about it on a podcast. So I went and did a search and found the podcast. For those of you that want to listen to it for yourself, uh, definitely look at his Instagram account. But the podcast is called uh, Community Service. It was episode 191. And this is covered from about... 40 minutes and 46 seconds in for another five minutes after that. Um, crazy story. She went against the grain with this one. Totally foul, totally against any kind of standard practice that we, that we would expect. There's some sort of standardization. There's something that we would expect society wise. You can act in these ways in a given situation, but not in these ways. We, nobody's going to expect you to take it there. If that happened, the world would be a much more tidy place. It'd be easier to navigate. But you're dealing with people. And so there's definitely not a one-size-fits-all way that people get down. Never. There's just too many people. We all have different standards. There's no, no attempt to really standardize. In practice, how you navigate your emotions is ever going to be the standard. Most of us are going to agree that arguments with your spouse shouldn't end in gunplay, just just generally speaking. I think the vast majority is on board with that. Ex-wife didn't exercise control over her emotions. And in the heat of battle, uh, it's, it's hard to stay cool for any of us. You just revert back to the form. You revert back to what you've always done. And clearly, it's a big roll of the dice if you just allow your emotions to take you wherever they want you to go. And somewhere along the line, she became really comfortable with violence. And she didn't do anything or wasn't taught anything or shown anything to really manage her impulses. In situations like this, people like to blame parents. And sure, they could have some fault in this whole thing. However, neither of her parents had a finger on the trigger. Neither of them were actually pointing the gun at anybody 
this is dark stuff and it touches on things that we don't talk about and definitely things that we never get taught in schools. In school, kids get tons of standardized tests. Everything is measured by this standard. Never mind that they aren't the greatest indicators for knowledge and aptitude, but the bigger question is where's the standardized emotional intelligence training? Who showed you how to navigate your emotions? Actually, a better question, who taught you how to manage anger, fear, and self-doubt? Maybe you're the exception, and maybe you received some kind of training like that. Did it work for you? Do you have an adequate ability to regulate your actions in the face of emotional turmoil? Just like any other skill, the more times you train it, the better you become at it. It's simple. It's best to practice self-regulation before you need it. Because when the shit hits the fan, you're seeing red. That's not the time to, to get a plan in place. A plan should be in place long before you get into the situation. The stronger your emotions, the better your plan has to be. And the worse your temper is, the harder you have to work to manage it. Because who knows where that can end, where that will take you. This all begs the question, how exactly do I chill the hell out when I need to and fast? For me, the big impacts come from box breathing, self-talk, and getting out of the situation. There's more to it. There's other things you can do. Of course, Don't throw fuel on the fire. When you're talking about the problem, use the I statements. I feel like insignificant when you say these things. The I statement keeps you in the mindset of talking with your partner rather than accusing them, which only puts them on the defense and then on the attack. Look for the humor in the situation. Like, can you spin this into something funny? Is is there a joke in it? Is there something to laugh about? Laughter will, not all the times, defuse the situation. Obviously, get help. If you cannot resolve the situation, you're carrying a grudge, it doesn't look like you're healing and moving forward, then you've got to get some help. Box breathing helps to pump the brakes on your sympathetic nervous system. You know this one. It's the one that gets you all jacked up. Um, freeze, fight, flight, or feign. You feel physiological changes. It starts with an S. So in nursing school, I remembered it as part of the system that speeds everything up, which not actually true, but overall you get physiological changes that give you symptoms. Your heart rate goes up, your lungs expand, at least the bronchioles, um, intestines slow down, pupils dilate, blood vessels constrict. You're getting ready to fight or run, plain and simple. And in all of this, your ability to reason really sucks when your sympathetic system is revved up. Box breathing gets its name from the four equal parts, makes a square or a box. Breathe in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and repeat. And you just keep repeating until you start to feel yourself calming down, your heart rate decreasing a little bit. You don't hear your blood pumping in your ears. Box breathing activates the parasympathetic nervous system, um, which is the brakes. 
starts with a P. I think pause. It just calms you down while all the shenanigans are going. And the calmer you get, the more governed you are by logic and the more, the greater your ability to actually think your way through the situation. For me, that goes hand in hand with positive self-talk. I know me, I get a bit nasty with the words if I let my emotions do the talking. I have many examples <laughs> going back for days of the low blows I get fucking ridiculous when I don't maintain my self-control. So I have to talk to myself. I remind myself uh, of positive things. I remind myself of my track record and how when I take the time to employ the skills that I don't say things that are crazy and reckless, I stay grounded because I know that I have this ability to go from zero to asshole in the blink of an eye. So I'm, I'm literally telling myself to calm down. In the midst of all of this, I pay attention to how I feel. If I'm not gaining any ground with the breathing and the positive self-talk, I leave. I'm out of there. We can't talk, at least not right then, because I need time and space or else I'm going to say something ugly and probably unnecessary. That does not mean that you need to start fights to practice de-escalation. Box breathing is easy. You just do any physical activity that gets your heart rate up and has you breathing a little bit heavy. And then you start box breathing. So am I saying that you need to start fights regularly so that you can practice de-escalation? Of course not. Not at all. Box breathing is easy to practice. You just pick a physical activity that gets your heart rate up and gets your breathing a little bit heavier, gets your heart pumping, and then you start box breathing. And you keep box breathing until you notice the physiological changes. And then you practice this regularly, weekly even, and you'd be surprised at how quickly you'll start to see changes. And if you stick with it, you'll even get a little bit healthier. Hell, you need the cardio anyway. As far as positive self-talk, you should be doing this every day, throughout your day. When it becomes a habit, when it becomes habitual, you'll automatically do it. So just make it a habit. Know when to extract yourself. For this one, visualization is enough. Just imagine something popping off and you have to excuse yourself because you're not getting to a good place. Things are getting reckless. Go through this. Have a drill. Say every month you you think through a plan. Having a plan in place will ensure that when the time comes, you'll take an appropriate action. It might not be exactly the way you planned it, but you'll have a plan in place and that will trigger you and key you to go and do something that still gets the job done. On side P season, we always say, if you need help, go get it, whatever that looks like for you. Unless, unless you like to consult hotheads. The last thing you need is somebody who loves drama and is not level-headed. They're only going to throw gasoline on your fire. Make sure you're picking the right people for this. This is going to force you to evaluate how your relationships are playing out. Is there a through line of drama and strife? And what is your role in all of that? Are there areas of opportunity for you? Things that you can improve on? Of course there are. So get to work. Your problem is not going to fix itself. I stress responsibility for the individual. 
It's not to say that you can control everything. As a matter of fact, the only thing that you really control is yourself and your reaction and your responses to these things. How does all of this play out? You get better at managing yourself and your relationships improve. Sometimes it looks like having relationships with greater harmony and joy. And other times it looks like ushering folks out of your life. Everybody doesn't get to stay. We all want less strife. We all want less stress. And it may not sound sexy or even feel like air quotes happiness, but less stress is a win. Going back to the story, how did it end for Charlie Newhart's ex? Well, she shot him almost two decades ago, went to prison for three years They got divorced and they went on and they both lived their lives. And we don't know much about what happened. But currently, as of right now, she's in custody, accused of murder. Allegedly, she shot her boyfriend uh, because he was cheating on her. It was actually pretty grisly. Um, If you go and look through the news and search everything, you'll find it very grisly, very calculated. Safe to say, her temper remained an issue despite her past. When she shot him 20 years ago, he was holding their two-year-old child, and the bullet went through his forearm and grazed the kid's forehead. I mean, and then she was still not done. Apparently, she killed her boyfriend because he had a side piece. So that's the tie-in to side piece season, in case you were wondering. And (sighs) violence is just its ridiculous. Nobody should be raising their hands against the person that they're with as a, as a means of conflict resolution. And definitely no weapon should ever come into the picture. That's just too much insane. If you can't find a resolution that works for everybody, and certainly if you can't find a resolution that works for you, you leave, just end it, walk away, swim away, sail away, just go. End it. This story was was absolutely crazy. Man, thinking about it, it's still it's still really wild that it went that way. Anyway, have a fantastic day, a great week, and an awesome weekend. I'll see you back here in a week. We will do it all over again. Please send me a message, DM me, side piece underscore season on Instagram. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. If you don't like what you heard, tell an enemy. It was the best thing you'd ever heard. Make sure you're nice to yourself and nice to others. And most importantly, the Suicide and Crisis Hotline is 988. Again, that's 988. If you need it, that's what it is. Make sure everybody that needs it knows it. I'll catch y'all around. Be good. Peace. All of this is designed to keep you from experiencing... 